You're listening to Witch Wednesdays, your weekly podcast source for all things witchcraft in the modern world. Welcome back to Witch Wednesdays. I'm Steph, and I have a special guest here with me today to chat all things witchcraft in her personal path and uh, her YouTube channel, which is how I found her. So I'm really excited to chat about that. But I'm going to let her introduce herself and tell you where you can find her online. Thank you, Steph. I'm so excited to be here. My name is Dina, and you can mostly find me on my YouTube channel, which is called Magic Unleash, and that's magic with a CK. Um, you can also find me on Instagram as Dina Blondell, and I also have a new website in the works and everything, new exciting things happening, which I will announce on my Instagram. Yay! And I will have all of those things linked over in the show notes at witchwednesdays.com so you can find her easily. And I I know you have mentioned this before, so I just wanted to say I wanted to let you pronounce your own name because I know you said that it gets mispronounced. And it's really funny because you spell your name the exact same way as my friend and you pronounce it the same way. And she gets so mad when people call her Deanna because that's what it's spelled like. And I understand why that might drive you insane. That's so funny. Yeah, it's hilarious because I've actually had so many people tell me that I've spelt my name wrong. <laughs> oh like, my gosh, you hate that yeah, one. they're like, no, you spelled it wrong. I'm like, I think it's just my name, but okay. But um, yeah, no, my dad's name's Dean. So they literally just added an A to the end of it. But I've met a lot of Deanna's and they spell their name with two N's. Yet a lot of people think Dina is spelled with two N's, but I don't know. <laughs> That's so funny, but I, I knew as soon as I saw it, I was like, yeah, it's, it's Dina, I'm pretty sure. So I'm glad that you were able to, to say that and get that cleared up. So let's dive in then chatting about your practice. And I want to start with what inspired you to, first of all, start witchcraft and second of all, to turn that into a YouTube channel. Yeah, it honestly, it happened in a really weird way. I, I did not expect it. I did not see it coming. Um, so if I were to start my YouTube channel like five years before, it probably would have been a makeup channel, <laughs> which is really funny. Um, I always wanted to do YouTube, but I, I didn't do the YouTube channel at the time because I was actually, I was working at Sephora and you weren't allowed to make makeup videos if you worked at Sephora. It was a weird rule that they really? had for their employees. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> they just like wouldn't allow you to review products. Like if you wanted to make tutorials, you could, but you weren't allowed to review products if you worked for them. So it was really weird. I guess they just wanted us to always love everything. Oh, <laughs> okay. They wanted I guess sell. that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I actually, I ended up starting a YouTube channel, but I started it. Um, around the time I was still at Sephora and I ended up making like a lifestyle channel and it was kind of around the time I started to just dive a little bit into the self-help um, industry and like spirituality. I was just starting that off and I think I was around 22, 23. Um, so I came to it a little bit later in my life and it kind of happened when I met my boyfriend and his family. So his family definitely kind of introduced me to spirituality. His mom is a Reiki master. Um, they do a bunch of different healing modalities, body talk, card readings. Um, that's where I got introduced to all that and Oracle cards. And when I met him and I saw all these fun things and crystals and cards and stuff at his house, I was just instantly intrigued because 
I've always been interested in that and I've always like been curious and I've always wanted to step into like the occult section and indigo and I, I just had a fear though like I was so worried about what other people would think and I didn't fully allow myself to really explore that before that so I guess once I stepped into their family I was you know introduced to a completely new community that was very open-minded and I was able to just start to really explore that part of myself so Around this time is when I actually started my YouTube channel and it was completely different from what it is now. It was more so lifestyle, a little bit of spirituality, um, but mostly just like self-improvement type content because I was reading a lot of like self-help books and things like that. And the more I explored, the more I read, I actually started kind of finding myself more into like the witchy side of the internet <laughs> and I was like oh there's this whole other world what is this like there's so many modern day witches and I just I was just so intrigued and I've always been intrigued by spirit like the spiritual like paranormal um you know psychics all of that like it's always fascinated me and now I look back to my childhood and I, I feel like a lot of the things that I experienced as a kid were very kind of a little bit like you know intuitive paranormal in nature like I think I had a very strong intuition at a young age I just kind of lost it along the way in school and stuff and I just ignored it but I look back and I'm like oh interesting that's probably was something more than what I thought it was but when I found this world I just instantly connected with it I was so excited I couldn't stop reading and looking into it I just it felt like home to me if that makes any sense and I was like, I wish I found this sooner because this is just so cool. But I hadn't actually fully like expressed that or even shared that on my YouTube channel at that point because I was still very fearful. I kind of was still in the broom closet. I'm oh, sorry, the broom closet <laughs> is what they call it. <laughs> um, I was collecting things for my, you know, my witchy stash. I had my apothecary growing in my room in my little, I had this little ottoman. So I had things just kind of hiding in there. I had a bunch of herbs. I was starting to buy more crystals. I was buying a lot of witchcraft books and stuff, but I was just kind of practicing more privately at that point. And I really, really, really wanted to start making witchcraft content, but I was fearful of like extended family that was religious. And I'm like, oh, what if they say something? What if they start saying things to my parents? What if they see me on social media? So there was a lot of fear there. And it took a while for me to just be like, whatever, like I'm just gonna do what I wanna do. And I think the first video that I kind of just like came out and was completely honest with, with it was, me expressing how witchcraft has like changed my life and the stigma around witchcraft and I posted that video and posting that video actually felt very freeing for me and from there I'm just like I'm just gonna make whatever I want now and I started to really rebrand my YouTube channel it became magic unleashed not my name anymore and I yeah I just felt so free to just make whatever content I want and it's funny because as soon as I did that and I was making content that I genuinely loved that's when the community started to grow more so you got to do what you like feel called to do and what feels right in your heart honestly yeah I think that's a great point that people you know understand when you are coming across as authentic so it makes sense that that's when your community started to grow uh, because they can see how much you enjoy what you're doing. And I, that comes across in your in your videos, definitely. I love your videos. I think they're great. Oh, <laughs> I watch you all the time. Thank you. 
Yeah, so, it's just honestly, it was inspired by a love for something that was changing my life. That That's where my content comes from. Like, I, I just share what helps me and makes me happy. <laughs> I like that. So is this the same boyfriend that you did the tarot deck, the Dungeons and Dragons tarot deck video with? Yes, yes. Oh, I love him. He's so sweet. <laughs> he's amazing. He's like, he's, so he's the best. <laughs> oh, he's so much fun. And he's he's not like super spiritual himself, but he's so open and kind and like supportive of everything I do. Like I don't I don't know anybody more supportive than him. He's always telling everybody about my witchcraft YouTube channel. Like he'll just tell a stranger he meets like on the job. And he's got me random subscribers. <laughs> it's just so funny. Oh well that's so that was so nice of him to like be on your channel and like do a video with you. Like oh, that was yeah. great. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> So that's nice to at least like have some family then that can support you and be on your channel with you and sort of, you know, be a guiding hand in this. Honestly, yeah, I'm so grateful for that because I know a lot of people are on the path very much alone. And I know a lot of people have, you know, fear of, you know, sharing their path because of what family might think if they come from a very religious upbringing or... I don't know if they're just surrounded with people that are maybe a little bit more closed-minded. So it's really nice when you can surround yourself with people, even like family that is supportive of what you do. And my family, like my my immediate family has become very, like they're always been supportive of me, but I think they, for a while, they didn't really understand what I was doing. <laughs> I kind of started to understand a little bit more now, but yeah. <laughs> That's, that's understandable. I think I have uh, a lot of people in my life that are like, you know what? We don't really get it, but we're just going to go with it. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so what would you say, I mean, our paths are always changing and obviously this is probably going to be a different answer if I asked you in a year from now, but what would you call your path right now? What do you think it's like? Yeah, it's, it's hard to define. I I'm definitely more of an eclectic witch because I kind of jump all over the place. I don't necessarily have just a strict path. I do work a lot with nature. So I guess some people might be like, oh, you're a green witch, but I'm definitely not just a green witch. I would say the best way to describe my practice though is it's definitely a combination of witchcraft and psychology. I think those two are just so um, connected in my practice and that's basically what my YouTube channel is about. And I think it's because um, for me, at least I believe that magic is very connected to the mind and um, it has a very psychological element to it. I mean, if you don't believe in the ability to manifest something, if you don't have that psychological element to it, then you're not going to have a lot of success in your magic. So I think, you know, really getting to know yourself on that mental emotional level and becoming very self-aware you you know you acknowledge your core beliefs you acknowledge your limiting beliefs your fears um where you might be sabotaging yourself where you can grow um, but also like what are your strengths and how can you best utilize those and i think when you really incorporate the two together that's where the magic happens so whenever i practice there's always a psychological element there i'm always doing self-reflection i'm always you know, taking time to reflect on myself. And if something's not working, I'm going deep. I'm like, okay, like what thought patterns, what what's behind this that's preventing me from manifesting this magic in my life? So 
I would say like maybe like a psychology witch. <laughs> I don't even know if there's that. That's like the best way to describe me. I'm like an eclectic psychology witch. Um, I do have a psychology background. Like I went to school for that. I got a four-year degree in psychology. So it's always been something that's very interesting to me. So my witchcraft is very, very connected to that and very connected to mental health too. Yeah, you have a lot of great videos on lucid dreaming, which is something that I get questions about all the time that people are asking, like, what what the heck is it? And like, how do I do it? How do I get better at it? How do I interpret dreams? And you have great videos on all of those things. Oh, thank you. Yeah, lucid dreaming has just been a topic that's always fascinating. I mean, dreams in general, I've been obsessed with dreams as long as I can remember. Like, as a kid, I made these little dream cards, which I wish I didn't get rid of. I threw them out somewhere along the way, but I've always loved dreams. And Lucid dreaming is something that actually just like came natural to me. Like I've always done it. I just like, I didn't know how I did it. It just, it happened. <laughs> but the more I realized what I was doing, then I like started reading about it more. And I'm like, oh, this is like a whole other world of like research. And it's still in the early stages of research. Like there's still a lot we don't know about dreams and lucid dreaming, but that's part of what makes it so interesting. Is that something that ever came up in your studies, like in your psychology degree, or did they just sort of gloss over those things? Not really, actually. I, I would say the only thing that they really talk about with dreams is like more so like the stages of sleep. So like the theta and theta and like all the different waves and stuff like that. Um, but not so much dreams. It is very limited. And I think, I mean, it's because a lot of the funding just doesn't happen. I mean, a lot a lot of people just don't feel like they should fund it because they don't see the reason behind it. You know, they're like, how is this going to help humanity? What's the point of this? But there's actually quite a lot, like quite a lot of theories behind why lucid dreaming could be very beneficial and even therapeutic for us. So there, there are a lot of people that are, you know, pushing for more research. I actually, I follow a podcast called, I think it's called the Lucid Dreaming Podcast. I think it's just something simple like that. But um, he actually has a lot of um, researchers, people that are in the process of doing their PhDs, and they talk about the current research on lucid dreaming, and it's really fascinating and it's cool. And if I was doing my PhD, or if I like pursued more um, more education, I would definitely be in the lucid dreaming field for sure because it's just so interesting. Oh yeah, I bet that would be a fascinating topic. Oh yeah, and you have mentioned before that your practice in general, but you know, these psychology pieces in particular have really helped with your mental health. Is oh, yeah. that something that other people can pick up and adopt? Because I know that's, that's a struggle for a lot of us in these past couple of years. Oh, absolutely. I think everyone's had some sort of mental health challenge at some point, um, whether it's, you know, depression, anxiety, whatever it might be. We've all dealt with that to some extent. So I think, um, yeah, incorporating the two together is very helpful. And for me personally, I have found um, what it does is it's allowed me to become, I guess, more in tune with myself. Um, like self-awareness is a big thing. And not just that, but my practice has also connected me to nature more as well. And just, just spirit, just the universe feel connected on a deeper level and i think that connection is part of what keeps me going and is part of what has helped me out of a lot of like dark places and um just my practices my a lot of my witchcraft practices are also self-care practices and i think you know having that routine and really making sure to make time for those are really important things that can help with our mental health 
But um, one thing my witchcraft practice has really taught me is to really um, be in touch and pay attention to my natural cycles. And I think that's something that a lot of us don't do. We live in a world that is all like hustle, hustle, hustle. We're working so hard until we're burning ourselves out. We're not making time to reflect or take care of ourselves. And that's not normal. <laughs> we work in cycles. We are connected to the seasons, basically. I mean, nature has natural cycles. You have the spring, summer, fall, and winter. We have the seasons of growth and you know prosperity and everything's in abundance. And then we also have the seasons of rest where you know all the plants, everything is frozen over and it just goes into like a more dormant state. And we forget that we are part of nature. <laughs> so by you know tapping into your natural cycles, you understand you know, when am I high energy? When am I um, more tired and I need to rest and I need to take care of myself? When am I productive and when, I'm, when am I inspired? Um, and what, the more you get in tune with those cycles, then you can really work your practice and your lifestyle around that. And I think it's really, really helpful. And now instead of pushing myself through the times when I'm feeling really down and depressed and stuff, instead of just working hard and ignoring that or yeah, completely burning myself out, I take a moment to pause and I assess myself. I'm like, okay, where is this coming from? Where is this anxiety coming from? Um, I work through that. I talk myself through that. I do some deep breathing, meditative practices, journal, pull a few cards, whatever it may be. I, I deal with it in that moment and I work through that. So then I'm in a healthier place for whatever next thing life has to offer whatever whatever is coming next in my life but yeah <laughs> it has changed my life and I think I definitely encourage people to um, take the time to really you know reflect and I think a, a big part of um, not getting past these you know these stagnant stagnant energy when we're depressed or anxious and stuff a big part of what keeps us in that is not taking the time to work through that. I think a lot of people kind of ignore it or they avoid it, or sometimes they just stay in it. I mean, there's a difference between reflecting on it and working through it and also just staying in the sadness too. Yeah, and then I think that's great to, you know, have you on here to chat about that and get different perspectives because I am totally the person who will just ignore it. <laughs> yes. really, I'm really bad at that. Like not everything, but there are certain things that I'm just like, you know what, this doesn't exist. And I'm going to just keep on pretending that it doesn't, which is really bad. Obviously that comes back to bite me. I'm not suggesting that anybody do that, but sometimes I really am <laughs> like in denial about things. Yes. It's really good to have other witches on here that are like, you know what, don't do that. <laughs> you know, what? I used to do the same thing and usually it would end in a extreme mental breakdown like a few <laughs> months from that. And then I'm like, okay, I'm good. Let's go back to doing the same thing that I was literally doing before that it's really toxic for me. <laughs> Oh, I hear your bird. We were talking about this before I started recording yeah. that you have birds. Are they part of your, your craft? You I love birds. They're definitely not my familiars. <laughs> they're more my children. Um, oh. They're funny. They love to explore my room. They'll like climb over my crystals and stuff. My one bird, Chico, she is a troublemaker though. So she will go on my shelves and purposely knock my oracle cards off the shelves and just watch them fall. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Oh, that's so sweet so, though. It's like- They're hilarious, yeah. They've got their own personalities. 
constantly being surrounded by the sounds of nature. I love that. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I love it, especially in the, you know, the dead of winter, at least I have some birds chirping. I think birds chirping is like one of my favorite sounds to hear. Like when I go, you know, sit outside in the yard and just try to connect with nature a little more. Like anytime there's little birds chirping, it just makes me so happy. Me too. It, honestly, <laughs> and nature's a big part too of, um, of mental health in my practice as well, because yeah, there's nothing like nature. Nature just perks you up. It's so good for mental health. And I think people definitely need to get outside more. We spend too much time on screens and inside. So I, I try to get outside as much as possible, especially um, like grounding, earthing, where you go barefoot outside is really good for you. So when it's nice that I do that, obviously, you know, I live in Ontario, Canada, so I can't do that all year round. There's a lot of snow, but yeah. Yeah, you're, you're pretty limited. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm in Chicago, so it's just as you know bad here mode but i love winter so i'm totally i would probably go barefoot more in the snow than i would in the dirt so that's just me i'm insane that you're brave honestly because i've seen people do that i'm like maybe i gotta start doing that so i'm earthing all year round but my feet are always cold i don't think i could do it yeah see i feel like my feet are always cold so what difference does it make yeah <laughs> let's just go stick in the snow It'll be fine. so speaking so of you know, nature, what are some things that you do in your practice either daily or semi-regularly? I know every day looks different, but what are some of the regular things you try to incorporate into your routine, into your practice? Yeah. Um, I say the most consistent things in my practice are definitely, um, in the warmer months getting outside, I usually will try to have like breakfast outside or lunch outside in the porch or something, go for a walk check on my garden. I started a garden this year in the backyard. So that Ooh. has been amazing. I've got my own herb garden going. I definitely want to expand on it next year too. Um, nice. And then I, I, yeah, I love cards. I love pulling cards. So I usually, a day doesn't pass without me pulling a card or doing a spread with tarot or oracle cards, whatever it may be. Um, yeah, every also... time you show a new deck on your YouTube channel, I'm like, wait, I want to buy that one too. <laughs> wait a minute. So it becomes a problem sometimes. Like I have to like be careful. I'm not spending too much money because my, um, my boyfriend's sister, so my future sister-in-law, she has so many decks. Like she probably has like three times as many decks as I do. We're like oh my major enablers. Like it's a problem. <laughs> She's always showing me something new. I'm like, why are you showing me this? Oh, I'm going to have to buy it now. Enabler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, other than that, um, I, music is actually a big part of my practice. I have like an extensive spiritual playlist on Spotify that I just love listening to. It just puts me in a good mood and stuff. So listening to that, moving my body, I, I, I am not ashamed. I'm not embarrassed. I have dance parties by myself in my room <laughs> because it just that. feels good and it puts me in a great mood. So I, I'll do that often actually. Um, and then the rest just kind of depends on, you know, the season and where I'm at. So, you know, the cooler months, I usually tend to drink more tea. So I'll drink my tea and I'll, I'll stir it and stir in my, like in my intentions into my tea and, you know, reading. I do a lot of reading when I can on like witchcraft, lucid dreaming, all of that stuff. Spells and rituals kind of just come as, as I need them. <laughs> I know some people have these really insane um, witchcraft routines every single day where they're doing spells every day. At least that's what they say on social media. I'm like, how do you have time for that? I, also, I why do you have need the energy spell for that. every day? 
I know, me neither. And like, I don't know, how many spells do you really need to do? Like, <laughs> as things come up, as you feel like you need to do them, you do them, but then you just kind of go on with your day and you take action and you do the things that you needed to do to also help that manifest. But yeah, I also, I try to meditate when I can. I try to do like visualizations, anything that can aid me in my spiritual practice and, you know, working with energy, things like that. I need to get better with my yoga routine. That is one thing that I really want to be consistent with. Like I want to do it every single morning, but it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> I Yeah, I've never been able to accomplish that. It's, it's like on my ultimate, you know, lifelong goal list too, but it just it's never happened in any yeah. sort of consistent <laughs> basis. So. Yeah, I'm very much take a day as like as it comes kind of thing, you know, like I, I feel the day out. I'm like, what, where am I at right now? How am I feeling? What do I need today? And I just kind of go with the flow. <laughs> Which is good advice. And yeah. I have a question just because I don't particularly know the answer, but how is the witchcraft community where you live? I like know most, like I pretty much know how like the States is set up. That's like, it's harder to find community in the South where it's sort of the Christian Bible belt and there's not a lot of witchcraft stores, but what is it like up in Ontario? Yeah, I've actually, I've been very lucky. Um, I've been introduced into the spiritual community up here through um, partially my, like my mother-in-law and like her tribe and everything. So there's actually a lot of people around here and we have like a local spirit, we have a couple of local spiritual shops and through there we have communities and we often have a lot of like psychic fairs and stuff that go on. So it's really cool that you're like able to get out and network and speak to people that way. Um, and just like the next city north of me, there's also like more spiritual shops and I've created, I've, well, I've joined like community through there as well. And yeah, so there's actually a lot of people. I have met a lot of people online too, I have to say, like I am part of some spiritual communities online, but local there, you'd be surprised. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people don't realize what's around them and you just kind of have to do your research. And sometimes it depends on who you know and word of mouth. But I mean, to be fair, I wasn't fully aware of the community until I met like my boyfriend's family. So it's definitely like putting yourself out there and getting to know people will open up so many different doorways and new like communities that you can be a part of. And it's really cool. It's supportive and it's exciting and you can have some really cool conversations with people. Yeah, it's, it's nice to be able to find that community. I know it can be tough, but for there's just certain areas that it's not as as friendly towards yes, towards yeah. witches and, you know any anything in that realm um but yeah sometimes it's like a perk of you know city living is, is being able to find more yeah. people to connect with depends on where you go and yeah I, I would say yeah finding like if there's a local spiritual shop around usually there's some sort of community there um, sometimes we'll have events and stuff and you can meet people through that and even like yoga studios, <laughs> like you'll find a lot of very spiritual people and witchy people in like yoga studios too. <laughs> and one other thing that, well, I have a last question, but before that, I wanted to ask you if you have any personal witchy glamour routines, because I say this every time I watch one of your videos that you have the prettiest hair of anyone I have ever seen. Oh, <laughs> it is so you. beautiful. I'm like, do you use witchcraft on your head? <laughs> That's so How funny. does that happen that you look that adorable in every single oh, one of your videos? Thank you. Um, I don't do glamour magic per se, but I think 
Um, cause it's funny cause I've, I've had someone ask me before, like, do you use glamour magic? I'm like, no, I've never used glamour magic, but I think, um, a lot of it comes from, um, building up self-love and confidence and like doing that kind of magic. If like, if you do self-love magic and things like that, I think it all honestly kind of transmutes to that because I mean, growing up, I was not confident at all. I had so many self-esteem issues, like my entire childhood, my entire, like, high school experience was not great i was you know i always felt like the outsider if i made fun of i was made fun of or bullied in um elementary school um i yeah i i didn't think i was beautiful for a big chunk of my life and i mean a lot of that did change when i started to become more comfortable in who i am and getting to know myself as a person spending more time with myself but i think yeah beauty it's really true what they say beauty starts within so I mean you can do glamour magic you can you know do um hair masks and stuff and I love that stuff like I love skincare I have honestly I haven't done a hair mask in a really long time I've been a little lazy with that but like you can pamper yourself and I like I'm all for a spa day type of thing but I think a lot of it just starts within and just making time to love yourself and show yourself that you care and the more you take the time to do these things, it teaches your like yourself, your soul, but also your brain on an unconscious level that you are worthy and you're worthy of these nice things and you're worthy of the love and the happiness and stuff. So I think, yeah, I think it just comes from being happy, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> just like taking time to take care of me and to do the things I love, to sing, to dance, to practice get outside, do the, yeah, do the things that light me up. And I think the beauty just kind of comes, you know, from that. And you're obviously gorgeous too. So like, obviously you're doing oh, something thank you. as well. But <laughs> I think your confidence really comes across in your videos. I think that's wonderful. Thank you. So the last question that I always like to ask is what advice would you give a total beginner? So somebody that's completely new to witchcraft, spirituality, new to tarot or lucid dreaming, whatever it is, uh, if they are just starting out down this path, what advice would you give them? Yeah, I would just say follow what feels good, honestly. Um, just explore, learn, follow whatever interests you. Like if a certain topic or path is really interesting to you, learn more about it, practice it, try it out. But also like don't put yourself in a box too early either. And you don't have to ever put yourself in a box really. I feel like we're often pressured to labor or label ourselves, but your path, your practice, your opinions, everything's gonna change. <laughs> like I have certain opinions that have changed over time that are different from when I first started practicing. And that's just part of your experience. It's just part of your growth. It's always gonna be evolving as you learn more things. So yeah, just start with doing what interests you, what feels right. Um, learn as much as you can. Honestly, a lot of the beginning I find is more learning than practicing and that's okay. Like don't feel like you need to practice right away. Don't feel like you need to practice to be a witch. Um, but also don't put pressure on yourself either to have this like perfect practice. I think a lot of people get discouraged because they see the perfect Instagrams and they see like, oh, this person's doing all these fancy spells all the time. And it just, I think they get lost in the aesthetic and yes, witchcraft aesthetic can be so fun and exciting. And I think that's why a lot of people are initially drawn to it, but it goes deeper than that. So don't 
be, don't feel pressured to have the perfect practice because there is no perfect practice. We're all just, you know, it's eternal students, <laughs> essentially. So, yeah. Okay, then that is really great advice. And speaking of not, you know, making it complicated or having to be perfect, huge practice or whatever, I am definitely going to link um, over in the show notes your jar spells, your mini jars, which I know I commented on them when it came out, <laughs> yes. but I love them. They're so stinking cute. But uh, listeners, she had a video on three mini jar spells and they were, I know it was success, self-worth, and energy energy protection energy yes. protection yeah yes. and they turned out so cute and it's really it was like such a sort of simple thing to do but that ends up being really powerful so i really i love that because i think that was just like such a great way to make these little jars and that came together so beautifully but it's like so simple at the same time so definitely going to link that because i think that would be really helpful for beginners Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. And I think that's another big thing with magic. Like it doesn't have to be complicated. It could be so simple. There's so many easy, simple ways you can incorporate magic into your everyday routine without doing anything elaborate either. So yeah, it's all about the way you look at life. Like you just, you, you start to look at life through a different lens. I feel when you practice magic for a while, it's just like everything feels magical. <laughs> everything <laughs> looks different. Everything's an opportunity, you know, to see things um, differently. You just like you start turning the mundane into the magical. So I think that's really cool. Well, that is great advice. Thank you so much for being here today and for sharing your your story and your practice. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. This has been fun. <laughs> and listeners, that is everything that we have for you this week. And I will see you next week. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Need even more? Subscribe to Patreon and YouTube for exclusive bonus content. Order a themed witchcraft box every month through Witch Wednesdays on Etsy. Be sure to follow on Instagram at Witch Wednesdays Podcast. Find all these links and more at witchwednesdays.com.